Hello and welcome to Moments with Moni. I'm so glad you're here, where we ponder life from a biblical perspective, where salt makes us thirsty and light exposes darkness. Come, let's ponder these things together. Tonight's Friday feature story is called Beyond the Here and Now. Sunlight and shadows, light and dark coexisted side by side, but only for the time being. There was not much time left to make an impact on those in the grand house. It was a castle in the estimation of all who were blessed with an opportunity to lay eyes upon it. The library alone was the size of a few cottages and the walls within were lined with bookshelves from floor to ceiling each shelf filled with classic tales of old. If I were a man, the warmth of the sun streaming through the windows would cause me to pull up a chair and crack open a book. Perhaps this one on the virtues of a godly woman, as this copy looks well-loved. Henry, put that book down. We are not here for our own pleasure. Oh, Antonio, It's not for me. I'm just doing some research. All right. What did you find? Never mind. We have company. How many times do I have to tell you? It just doesn't make sense, Mr. Edwards. Oh, hello, my dear. Chester was just leaving. Until tomorrow, Mr. Edwards. Mrs. Edwards. That Chester is such a treacherous fool... Why, do you know he actually had the nerve to suggest we sell off a portion of our land? I have big plans for that land in the future. Haven't I mentioned my plans to you, Martha? Mentioned? Yes, one day it will be filled with rental storage units that will give us a greater income. Then we will see who laughs last. What do you think of that, Martha? Since you are asking, when do you plan on building? Oh, that's immaterial, Martha. Leave the business dealings to me. Is dinner ready yet? Yes, and the Johnsons will be here soon. Again? What do they want this time? Same as always, your friendship. Henry, here is your big moment. It's your turn. I'm on it, Antonio. One order of heart softening coming up. The formal dining room was large enough to seat twenty and dwarfed the four of the neighbors. The servants were instructed to make the silver shine, the crystal sparkle, and the meal delicious. The windows overlooked the lake and the sunset made for a brilliant view as dinner came to an end. What a delightful evening we have had and I am so glad you were able to drop by again. The pleasure was all ours, and remember what we spoke of. Oh, I will, Jack, I will. As the moon rose to place a soft glow on the grounds, a silent conversation took place in the master bedchamber between a hard heart and one that seemed so far away. The distance melted as the dew began to form on the roses in the flower garden. 
Good morning, Chester. Good of, so good of you to come to the house rather than the office. Let's step into my library. I'm not here to be wined and dined, especially this early in the day, so, so that I will see things your way, Mr. Edwards. Cigar, Chester. Tilting his head down and sideways just enough to look up over his glasses and looked Mr. Edwards straight into his eyes, Chester replied, No, thank you. All right, Chester, let's get down to business. Wait for it, Henry. Here it comes. The inner heart workings of our leader because of the faithful prayers of his own. Chester, I'd like you to draw up the papers as soon as possible and make sure we give them a good deal. Chester nearly fell off his chair as Mr. Edwards spoke the words, Wait, what? As I said, write up the papers. Well, thank you, Mr. Edwards. The disabled children will be so happy to have the retreat. Whatever changed your mind? Well, the Johnsons from next door came over last night, and Jack reminded me that there is profit in all labor, but just talking about it leads only to poverty. So I've decided to put my land where my mouth is. Thank you, Mr. Edwards. You won't regret this. Yes, yes, Chester. Get to work. I'll get right on it, sir, and I'll call you from the office when the papers are ready to be signed. Chester ran down out of the library and down the great hall, through the long entryway, down to the drive to his car, with a heart so full he was about to burst. His very own son, William, would reap the benefits of such a retreat in the area. Back in the library, another quiet moment of exchange was in process. Henry, do you see him kneeling? Yes, Antonio, I do. I believe our leader is being thanked and praised, and he is dispatching more of our troops to carry out his plans. But wait, then who was on their knees to dispatch us? I suppose I interrupted your research earlier, Henry, or you would have seen the prayer list in the well-beloved book that Mrs. Edwards had been reading, with a bookmark at Proverbs 14.23. In all toil there is profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. Ah, spiritual poverty and leanness of soul have been averted once more, Henry. If you've enjoyed listening to Moments with Moni, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and download to listen at your own convenience. You can reach me at momentswithmoni, the number one, at gmail.com, or you can leave me a Google voice message at 1-703-951-3077. You can leave a voice message there and I may use it on an upcoming episode. Or join us over on the Facebook community page. It's private and we can continue the conversation there. Thanks for listening.